Before the bloodbath begins, slither your way over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the BHO underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout Podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the sleigh and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear at the unsuspecting guests, and which to learn their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In this bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is within the barrens. co-host Dean. And joining us today on the show is one of the actors and the executive producer of The Outwaters. Thank you to Screenbox and all the folks over there for lining up these interviews for us and whatnot. And um, we have Scott Chamel. Chamel? I'm I'm awful with names. However you want. I don't even know how to pronounce my own name. (laughs) Chamel is normally what it is. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have um, Bo Gannott, um, who is the executive producer of The Outwaters. Did you get that one right? Uh, it's it's Jano. Jano, okay, yep. <laughs> but with the name like with the name like Bo, you know, you get used to it. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm notorious with awful pronunciations of name, um, and I have a I have a really bad last name too, so it's all good. Um, but we're gonna talk about what uh what you guys you know did in the film and, and how it all came about. So um, one thing I always like to do. Um, with any guests that we have on. I know we have two on today, and that's that's awesome. Um, these double interviews have been really, really fun. But I always kind of like to go back to beginning of the careers of the people we have on here. So, um, Bo, we can we can start with you and then kind of get to know you a little bit more and know how you came about and, and making your uh, your film company. Wow. I uh... <laughs> How did I end up in film? That's a really good question. I... Uh... <laughs> to Los Angeles many, many years ago because of the weather and the ocean. And it's a great place to be. And um, while there, I was looking for a job and I thought, hmm, you know, they've got these, this industry while in Rome, you know, do with the Romans. And so I started working as a temp and um, ended up being a PA in music videos. Oh, cool. cool. Back in the early 90s when music videos were really big. Yeah. And got to work with some really great artists, directors, and just had a blast. Um, it was like being paid to go to film school. Amazing. Um, that segued into a stint with Zalman King at Red Shoe Diaries, okay. which again was an extension of, of film school. And um, during that time, I um, started focusing on post-production. And my career since then has just pretty much exploded um, as a post-production supervisor, pretty much 
helping uh, launch more careers than I could uh, pretty much name, working on a lot of uh, directors' first films. That's awesome. That, that just had huge careers and just exploded. It's been really great to watch that happen. Wow. Um, and, you know, one thing's led to another, which led to another. Um, I formed 5,100 films about, ooh, wow. It's coming up on 20 years now. Oh, wow. That's um, awesome. Congrats. You know, just to do projects on my own while being paid to do other people's projects. <laughs> and that's pretty much, you know, the genesis of where we are. Um, every project that I've been involved with, we have had complete control of, meaning we've raised the money. We've It's all us. We don't answer to anybody except our own creative desires and wants and I, I i really like that and so when robbie came to me um i've known robbie for years and years and years uh he was an intern at um after dark films okay mm. and i was the um vice president of production and post-production and uh we've stayed friends over all of these years and uh, he came to me and said i have this film I need some help getting it finished in, in festivals and sold. Are you interested? And um, here we are today. Oh yeah. Wow. That's he's awesome. a super, he's a super talented guy, Robbie, isn't he? We, when we were talking with him the other day and you know, how he, he was telling us how he kind of put the film together and, and what the camera that he shot it on and that he did all the edits in like iMovie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like what? <laughs> You want to see you the know, films that I've edited in iMovie? They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this was a masterpiece. <laughs> I, uh, I I understand, and I, yeah, I wouldn't. I, I I guess it's that determination that you know. I think I've always seen there. I've I've known Robbie since he was very young, um, and so I've I've got to see him really grow and and become the director that he is today, the filmmaker, I, I, I don't want to just limit it to director because this is a, he, he made this film himself, yeah. you yeah. know, and with, with his friends and it's that yeah. whole spirit of, you know, Hey, I've got some friends. I got a camera. Let's go make a movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. So punk, punk DIY, man. I love that. Uh, he's a, he, he's a great musician as well. He's got such a great voice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really, very talented guy. Hey, but, but I was going to ask you to talk about some of the music artists. What were some of the, who were some of the music artists that you worked with um, over the years? <laughs> I worked with... Like, being a musician myself, I'm always interested in that. Um, some of the directors I worked with, uh, Wayne Isham, uh, Mark Romanek, um, David Dobson, uh, Marty Colner. Uh, I worked with... Uh, <laughs> I spent a week icing Steven Tyler's ankle. Oh, wow. No way. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so cool. Video. You know, um, I uh, traded <laughs> back and forth with uh, Dave Mustaine on a, uh, a mega, wow. a numerous Megadeth videos. That's awesome. Um, wow. He has a very dry sense of humor. That's he's really actually kind of funny once you get to know him. Um, yeah. You know, it, it runs the gamut. Um, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I always draw a blank when when it comes to this point, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, from from Prince to um, Morris Day to um, uh, a Kid Frost to uh, Michelle Lay, um, you know, Aerosmith's in there. Uh, uh, wow, man! Oh, that, that's Tambora, definitely a you know, uh, yeah, it it was it was. 
again, I, it didn't really mean anything to me. I didn't know who any of these people were. And so it was just like, Oh, okay. I get to hang out with these people. What fun, what fun. And I'm getting paid. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Wow. I seen I seen Stephen Tyler's ankle. That's one. If I had, <laughs> I'd love to be able to put that on the CV. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, a part of part of that was it, the, the video was living on the edge. Okay. Yes, I saw them on that tour. I saw them on the Get a Grip tour. Yeah, and um, further further on when we were doing some reshoots with um, uh, Joe, the the guitar player. I'm drawing Joe Perry. A complete, Joe Perry. Yeah. Perry, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm. So I'm driving him and his female friend, wife, girlfriend. I don't know um, yeah. to the airport, and we're discussing music. And I was like, "Oh, I'd heard this album, and I'd heard this album," and um, he's like, "Well, you've heard our album, haven't you?" And I was like, "Well, you know, the one song." <laughs> and he's like, reaches in the purse, pulls out a cassette, and I'm listening to the new album Aerosmith on the way to the airport with him in the back seat a month before. That's crazy, week. man. Wow, that's so you crazy. know, and but this was just you know everyday life to me. Uh, the one I the one I keep forgetting to mention is um, Enter Sandman. Um, oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. yeah. Okay, that's big. That's big. You, you yeah, worked on that um, video. You worked on that video. I did. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. You're a rock so, star. <laughs> as you can see, I've, I've I've led a bunch of different lives before getting to uh, yeah, right, man. Where oh, I am man. right now. Hell yeah! Wow, wow, that's that's awesome to hear about that career. Um, Scott, uh, moving on to you, where did um you know acting and and I guess filmmaking also kind of you know come into your life? Um, well, the key the key phrase that has been said so far is uh, Robbie made this movie with his uh, with his friends. <laughs> so I'm I'm one of the friends. Um, so yeah, I don't have a deep connection to the. Uh, the film industry in any way, um, at least in any kind of a professional sense. I, mean, I enjoy good movies. Um, cool. And yeah, so it's all just been through this. My role in this is all through my friendship with with Robbie. I've known him about twelve years now. We we met at a work context, working at a the environmental organization Greenpeace. Um, and yeah, I mean, the whole time I've known him, I've been aware of his his film work and his projects and the kinds of things he was playing with. And yeah, over time, when you are a close friend with somebody um, who does things like that, you sort of just start ending up doing things with them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, this is my, my single touch point to, uh, to the whole thing. That's awesome though. Being, being included on such a big scale. Because uh, this movie's it's blowing up, um, you know, thanks to all the promotional work that you know Robbie has been doing on social media, also with um, some limited screenings. I was actually just at the um, the early screening in Salem. Uh, I was there for that one, and um, Tim Erickson played and he opened up for that. That was super duper fun. Um, a lot of really cool people showed up over there too. They went to go see the film. Uh, it's a blast it's definitely like a what did i just watch type film but in a very good way mm. um for me anyway and I, I enjoy the hell of it and your performance too is it's great in it so for this being like you know just doing something as a friend like everybody did such a great job and it, it feels like you've all been acting for years 
Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for um, being I mean, part of this and, and making this a uh, reality. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a fun thing. The, the whole thing has just felt like a, a fun art project with friends. Uh, and even the phrase I am acting is not something that was in my head at any time. <laughs> uh, which, maybe that's a part of why it, it looks fairly natural. Um, but yeah, it just seemed to me like we were having a good time and, and well, that's good. something was going to pop out on the other side. That was going to be interesting because we all know Robbie and we trust him. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Dean, I'll let you uh, swing some uh, questions over yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so, um, so Scott, you say that you, you guys are friends and when sort of Robbie approached you about um, being in the movie, uh, how did you feel about the whole concept when he kind of explained, you know, what was, what you guys were going to be doing and, you know, where it's kind of ending up and stuff, you know, how did, how did you feel about that? Was you just kind of throw yourself into the project or did you kind of watch a whole bunch of horror movies to kind of <laughs> get geared up for, you know, getting covered in blood and you know so much blood as well. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's really just, I would have done anything with him because I know his tastes mm. and I know that he's, he, he's a stickler for making something that actually works. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, this would not be the kind of thing that I would have done with some person I didn't know. So, yeah. Hey, do you want to be in my movie and we're going to splatter some blood on you and you can roll around in the dirt. Um, <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. What the, who are you? <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, Robbie and I have been, I would say we have similar tastes in terms of the kinds of things that we like. Um, and he is my kind of go-to person in terms of introducing me to new and interesting films. Um, and over time, there was just a, a very organic process of, okay, let's start, you just got to make stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, make the kind of thing that you can make right now based on the resources that you have. Um and, you know, Robbie knew that this was this was the way to go. So I was always kind of in. I don't remember being against anything because I knew it was going to be fun. And I knew that in the, in the long run, he was going to be able to shape it into something that I would probably find impressive. So, uh, you know, I'm just grateful because it was it was fun and I'm happy for him. You didn't have a moment when you was out there in the desert thinking, what the hell am I doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing right now? No, no. I think he had a lot more of those moments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like an inverse relationship between the level of stress and anxiety he might have in a certain yeah. moment with my comfort. Because to me, that means, oh, he just, he wants to get this right. Um, yeah. And I'm just uh, there to kind of help facilitate whatever that thing is. So. Yeah. I mean, there are certainly times, as you can imagine, where you're out in the desert with the wind blowing on you and you're smeared in blood and you're starting to shiver where you're like, what yeah. am I doing? But not not in that sort of deep, what the hell am I doing way. Like, <laughs> this is just a hilarious moment. Gotta uh, take the car and go can... back home. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I can't handle this anymore. I refuse. <laughs> I just figured out oh, that this is going to be you, weird. You seem like a super chill guy anyway, man. So I'm sure you kind of kept him... Kept, kept kept the stress levels down for him, and you know, kept him on a hell yeah. But what 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 are some of the complications of filming in the desert? You know, you mentioned you know like um 
the uh, I don't know weather wise was it super hot when you guys were out there or you know if you if you needed to go to the bathroom <laughs> like there is none there's nothing so any yeah. kind of sort of mad complications filming out there and how long were you guys actually out there for filming I mean we did this over the course of my guess is two and a half years right okay yeah yeah so and it was always done when people were available between times when they didn't have to work yeah um so i can because of it's not one of these things that has some giant production behind it yeah and knowing that it's all an organic evolving process even if it was 100 degrees you're just sort of thinking like oh well this will just be a part of the film this will be a part of the way that we shape the story um the only thing I, I can remember as being like an actual problem is there was a few moments where the wind was so relentless that oh, I yeah. couldn't hear anything. Mm. But even that just became like organically wrapped into the whole to the story as far as I could tell. So again, for me, I was like, oh, this is just this is just what it is right now. And this is <laughs> fun and this is funny. And I know that Robbie was probably like, God, now I'm gonna have to adjust in some kind of a way. Um but yeah, it was all part of the fun for me. Oh wow! The one That's thing, awesome. the one thing I will mention is, is I was uh, chatting with uh, Michelle and Angela yesterday, and I'm just going to say the bees. Oh yeah, I wasn't we're, there for the bees. I think they're coming on the show relatively soon. We're trying to work on a date for them, so we're going to be chatting with them at some point. Then I will. Le- it's their story. Luckily, Scott, you missed it. I will leave it to them. Bring up <laughs> the bees. Ask them about the bees. I will. I'll the take bees. a note of that actually right now. <laughs> I don't forget. Um, but Bo, for you, um, when it, when Robbie came to you about the film, or if well, actually, I'll start with this first. Did you um, go to him for the film, or did he reach out to you and be like, "Bo, I have a film that I want to do. Do you want to help distribute it?" Like, how, how did that kind of relationship uh, start? Well, I mean, my relationship with Robbie, you know, goes back to after dark. He he knows what I'm capable of. I know what he's capable of. And, and I think Scott really said it best is, you know, you just give him the tools to go and do what he needs to do. And, you know, you just <laughs> we're enablers, you know, but <laughs> luckily what we're enabling is 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 Robbie and, and look what it, it's given us. So I've known about various projects that he's been doing, and I've been very supportive as a friend, but it's one of those things where you have to just let him go off and do what he needs to do. And I needed to go off and do what I needed to do. And when he felt comfortable, he came to me and said, hey, you know, I've got these projects. I know what you can do. Are you interested in, you know, getting involved and helping to, you know, um, finish them because post-production is what I do. Um, and then, you know, getting them into festivals and, and trying to sell it. And I said, well, you know, obviously let's watch the projects first because you can't just jump wholeheartedly. And I mean, just as soon as we started watching, I I just knew this was something that we were just going to go forward with. And, Mm -hmm. That it's it's been wow. It, I've been involved for at least a year. I want to say close to a year and a half. Oh, wow. Where basically it's just been you know here are the tools. Do what you need to do. Um, here are my connections. You know, sound picture to get it to the level it needs to be. Um, 
Yeah, sound design in this film is phenomenal. It leads yeah. so much with the sound, and it, it. I don't think I've ever watched a film that had me this immersed just with sound. Because you know the shots of, uh, like you don't see anything happening. You you're just looking at a ground essentially, and you're hearing everything. You're hearing Scott, you're hearing the girls scream, and everything. And it's just like, what is going on? And you're terrified. And I love that. I have. I don't think there's one film I can name that's like this. And that is 100% Robbie. Um, I, I I took him to, you know, my professional sound finishing facility to do the final mix and get it, you know, to the 5-1 and that sort of thing. But they took his what he did. And it, there was, yeah, no editing. It was all, that's all Robbie, you know. And again, you give him the tools he needs and you just don't question and just go do it. And this is what you get. Wow. Mm. It's uh, definitely an audio experience that because I remember even watching the trailer with the headphones on, um, and I just literally just like it is you know towards the end of the trailer I threw him off my head because it scared the shit out of me. I was like, what the what was that? One um, of the he, one, one of the poster ideas and and things that we thought of early on was um, you know we dare you to watch it with your eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that tagline. So you get that one hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and you know, even, even with your eyes open, you never really know what's going on. And yeah. so it really changed it that much. So, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. yeah. And um, Scott, how did you feel when you kind of watched the fire, the finished product when you sat back and watched it, you know, on the screen? How, how did you feel about the, the, the movie? I, I loved it. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely saw a lot of the edits. Um, so I, I think I had a pretty close relationship with uh, the material as it kind of evolved. Um, but there was a there was a very clear moment when I finally saw it in the theater and saw how it all came together where um, it really just had that emergent thing that I normally associate with with really interesting art where it all just kind of came together and landed in a way that I thought was like, okay, it's it's in the special realm now. Mm. Um, and I think what I said to him is like, okay, like now it's time to be very precious with it. Yeah. Um, I know how grueling the process is of kind of like getting all of the subtle shaping moments right. Um, and yeah, I was just extremely impressed with with what came out of it, which is yeah, just a testament to to his abilities, as everybody is clearly commenting on here and like <laughs> yeah. can notice. Uh, he really does have a an artistic talent and he can kind of like blend and merge all of the elements together in a way that it really creates a wonderful kind of totalizing effect. So yeah, I loved it, especially in the theater. I think it's definitely a theater movie. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get mm. the whole thing. Yeah. Especially because of the sound design and everything And the film was beautiful. Like with the camera that he filled it on, you're like, Oh, okay. And then, and then you wa you watch it and you're like, wow, this is a gorgeous looking film. Like yeah, the yeah. desert is, it's just so beautiful, even though it's so like desolate and there's like nothing there, but it's beautiful. And like, you know, mm -hmm. the scenes with like where the blood is, it's, it's so highlighted without, you know, needing much of anything because of the light that's there. It's like, I feel like just the environment did so much more um, for everything in the film. It, it's such a beautiful film and it's scary as hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah, Dean, I'll let you. I think you have a couple more questions. I'll let you uh, continue uh, on your yeah. road. I think we. I don't. I think I can't remember if we asked Robbie this or not. But I guess Bo, you, perhaps you might know. And I, I think we I think we did ask Robbie, and he wasn't too sure. But um, over here in the UK, obviously, Dustin, you got to see it at Salem Horror Fest at the cinema there. Um, not as a lot of horror fans have heard about it, but I don't. Are there any plans, basically, to get it into theaters over here or any kind of? Because like we've got Skinnerink at the Prince Charles Theatre, for example. So any plans to kind of get it into some of the independent cinemas perhaps or even like um are you looking at perhaps uh like shutter for a streaming service or something like that well um robbie probably didn't answer that question because he did not have the information to answer that question and since you guys spoke to him that whole scenario has changed yes uh, as of last week we have uh signed with a company called blue finch Yep. out of London, which is a um, international sales company. And yeah. they are going to be going to the Berlin Film Festival in the next week or so and looking for buyers. So uh, we hope to have more news about that shortly. But we now have a sales agent that is actually actively going out to buyers and searching for distribution everywhere so it's coming it is not only an american sensation it is it is across the globe so yeah that'd be great i'd love to see it i'd love to see it on the big screen i realize i just mentioned shutter and it's on screen box yeah <laughs> so i was gonna say we'll i wanted to correct you on that but it's all good <laughs> edit that bit out dustin no, that's so only, i have that's the that. screen box logo on here so i mean they'll think dean is just on something today all good. I was like, any plans to go on Shutter like a streaming service? And I realized the yeah. whole reason I've seen it is because Screenbox sent us the screener in the first place. So yeah, sorry, Screenbox. We prefer you anyway. I know that um, um, they were saying that they're waiting for you know the theatrical run to go a little bit before it goes yeah. on Screenbox is what we were told. So let's hope well, this you know, rolls into weekends and weekends and weekends, just like you know, Terrifier 2 and all the other films that came. You know, and and again, that just goes uh, back to Robbie and that, you know, when we were making our, uh, you know, our, our conversations about distribution, he was very specific about what he required in a distribution deal. And he said it has to be theatrical in at least New York and L.A. Yeah. And he yeah. stood by that and they're like, OK, we think we can make that happen. It's in our contract. And now we're in over 100 theaters. Yeah, and that's a, amazing. Scott, you must be like over the moon with that too, you know? <laughs> Being in this film, you're like, wow, I'm in theaters? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's certainly a, a fascinating moment. The, the, other, the other thing he was very um, specific and demanding about was um, physical media. Yes. Yeah. Um, so in addition to Screenbox, um, we, there, there will be Blu-rays coming. Oh, yeah. I'm be, so excited for that. I need a poster to put on my wall, like badly. <laughs> I, I need a poster to put on my wall. <laughs> like all like the the um the new ones that's just the outwaters that just goes down are all different colors, you know, with the eyes. Like, the eyes. Yeah. I want every single one of those because they are yeah, fantastic. Cool. <laughs> I, I ask. They'll give them. Yeah, <laughs> Tarantino-esque they are. They've got a real Tarantino vibe to them, those posters. Yeah. And, cool. and that whole 70s 80s vibe yeah. uh, the the guy robbie found to do the the posters is just amazing yeah they're very cool. and did a really really good job so um how about again, he, the, the resources he was able to pull in yeah. um in in different arenas as well every single trailer that you're seeing out there he cut himself 
you know wow. we didn't cool. we didn't know we didn't give that power up he's like yeah you want a trailer I, i'll cut it for you mm. such a genius like seeing this a lot with indie filmmakers <laughs> lately with how just how talented they are and, and it's this going to show and prove that you don't need these big companies to make this product for you and like i keep saying like the future of horror and filmmaking like in general really is indie like the just the solo um, filmmakers and friends making films is taking the world by storm. It's, mm. it's one of the things that, you know, we talked about my music video days. It's one of the things I learned. My, my whole early days in L.A. were hanging out with in the music scene. And it, this was the early 90s when the whole music scene was up in shambles. Nobody knew. And what it all boiled down to was owning everything yourself and licensing it. And that's how you get control and make the creative decisions that you want. And then you're like, all right, you can license this and we'll all make money. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and we've kind of taken that, you know, call it that punk rock philosophy, that whole, we, mm. it's, it, it went through music. It's now taking over film and it's, mm. it's, you've got those two, you've got the really expensive million dollar movies. And then you've got these really organic homemade products that you know i i don't think this could have been made mm. in the million dollar range with actors i don't think they could have pulled off that that acting i think that organicness of it is what is what really pulls this together yeah yeah, yeah. for sure for sure we were saying how like the terrifier movies as well you know that how the first one was kind of a bit of a sleeper hit and then they did like a crowdfunding for the second one and then yeah just basically you know did yeah and that was in the theater for 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 way longer than they anticipated, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and now it's kind of, you feel like the bigger studios are coming in and going, this is what we need to do. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. need to make yeah. films like this. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifier well, we definitely were... set the stage for a lot of things, you know, and uh, mm. I love it. I love it. We were we were very excited for Terrifier 2's success because our trailer, our, our trailer was playing in front of it. And yeah. so the better it did, yeah. the more exposure we got. So. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. I was just thinking about film festival actually, because there's a good friend of mine, um, a guy called Stu, runs a film festival over here called the Dead of Night Film Festival. And uh, I believe Outwaters was played there. And I'm so gutted I missed it actually, because that would have been a chance for me to see it on the big screen. Well, uh, stay, film well, stay tuned because yes. here's the thing about Robbie is his guest film number two is, um, you know, pretty much about 85% done. Yeah, he and, was talking about that. Uh, Tinsman Road, I think. Tinsman Road, right. yeah. And ready to start playing film festivals soon, and yeah. we're probably going to, you know, follow that same map and play as many of the same festivals as possible. Yeah. So keep, oh, yeah. keep an eye out you'll, for for the next one coming. And yes, Out, Outwaters is coming to uh, to Europe. I promise. Hell yeah! And I I was actually just thinking because I when I saw this last week. Um, we got the screener for for this film, um, you know, thanks to Screenbox. Uh, prior to all this, to you know, get geared up for all the interviews and whatnot, and I didn't realize it until we talked to Robbie and and Leslie Ann about you know Tinsman Road, and there's actually like he has a a Tinsman Road sign on one of the doors in this film. <laughs> so anybody, you know, listening to us, watching it, look out for that because I was like, oh, wow, there's a little bit of a hint right there. 
So if, um, it, I, it, it, you are you are correct, and there um, are a bunch of Easter eggs in the first third of the movie that you after you watch the movie, you really need to go back and watch it again because you'd be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And and that's what I and that's what I love about Robbie is, is he's got all of that in there because it does make you go back and watch the movie again and again and again to see everything that he's hidden. And that's and I think that's, you know, comes from a true horror fan as well and a true filmmaker who likes to be able to, you know, do that and make it not just a one time experience. This is over and over so that you get to just see the different facets of how his crazy mind works. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Incredible. Um, Scott, I wanted to ask you, um, this will be going out, I think, the day after it's actually in theater, so it's okay to talk about certain spoilers. Robbie was very keen on not talking about him when we were interviewing last week, but that's because we put it out before it was um, out in theaters. Um, but I wanted to ask you, was there a scene that was um, difficult to do or... Uh, I don't know, just something challenging or I don't know, anything that you were unprepared to do or were you kind of just like gun ho and like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do whatever. It was that. I know that <laughs> doesn't make do for whatever. an exciting story, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't care. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah, there were, there was nothing challenging. It was all just interesting and funny. And I knew that any, Anything that might feel physically uncomfortable wouldn't be lasting for more than, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I just have a certain psychology where it doesn't actually bother me at all. Um, so, yeah, no, I, th this was not a film that was pushing my limits as an actor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Which is interesting when you see the kind of the content on the other side. It's so mm -hmm. you know, oh, <laughs> ridiculously yeah, sure. raw and like attempting to shred you open um but yeah from my perspective it was just playing with friends having a good time isn't this funny <laughs> yeah. and the donkeys i mean how was it like uh, you know chasing those things like i, I would have been scared like going anywhere close to them <laughs> yeah the donkeys were interesting and initially we weren't, we weren't even going to film them um but they kind of just kind of they kept calling to us and we had to get them in there at some point Maybe they were trying um, to tell you something. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a... <laughs> but in terms of chasing them, it was just another one of these funny organic moments of, well, they're right there. I'm just going to get out of the car and walking towards them. Oh, yeah. um, one of the advantages, I guess, of not having a script. Um, there are always trade-offs, but that's one of the good trades, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dean, I'll let you uh, swing some more. I don't know if you have any more over there, pal. Oh, just yeah, just one more question, really. Just um, Scott, like, what, what, what's next, man? What have you got? Like, have you got any other acting jobs lined up, or are you, any what? What's next for you? And um, working with Robbie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I what mean, have you got lined up? Yeah, I don't have any. Um, I mean, I would do. I would do anything with Robbie. Um, Again, I'm very sort of innocent when it comes to any of this industry stuff. I, I guess if anybody reached out to me, I would listen. Yes, would please reach something. out to Scott. We need to get him more work. <laughs> yeah, man, look at that face. Come on. Look at this face. Um, so, yeah, I mean, my life at this point in time is considering out, like, 
I mean, I'm considering going back to school for counseling and social work and things like that. But okay, cool. you know, I mean, obviously this could turn into something. I would listen. I would talk to people. Um, but I think I, I, I imagine that it would have to be a similar sort of process of feeling organic. Yeah. Hello, people. Yeah. What, what's the thing that you're working on? Does this seem interesting? Can I imagine having fun doing this? You know, do I trust the people involved, et cetera, et cetera? And to figure out any of those things, I would probably say, Robbie, tell me about this situation because I don't know anything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do <laughs> want to see you in more well, films, you tell though, me. for sure. For sure. <laughs> so, uh, how, how about you, Bo? What, what, other than working with Robbie, what, what else have you got in the pipeline? What are you working on at the minute? Well, I am. Uh, I'm currently working on a um, big name television show, um, which is keeping me very busy. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. And paying our bills, which I'm very thankful for. Um, and beyond that, um, you know, we've got Tinsman Road, and you know, I don't really. Uh, my my company isn't one that you know again like scott if 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 it's organic and it feels natural and am i going to have fun with this great if not i don't really i've had so much fun in my career as it is you know it's it's now i do it for fun yeah. or i do it for a paycheck yeah. yeah and there's a big difference between the two in that here you're getting me at my professional best here we're going to have a whole lot of fun and we're going to make great projects and if they make us money great if they don't if we have a great time great you know um i'm i'm trying to make that whole filmmaking part back into a hobby that i love doing for the organic nature of doing it Okay, awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I want to. I want to see what what you can do with that. Oh my god, I I need more films to watch. So yes, please start making more. <laughs> Even I though there's already so many films, films. <laughs> like this year, it's just beginning, and there's so many awesome films coming out, and ones that have already came out. And you know, for everybody listening to this and watching this, I hope that you enjoyed. You know, seeing the outwaters at your local theater and make sure that you are reaching out to more theaters. If there's one in your area and they're not showing it, like just got to talk to them. You got to let them know that you want to see this. It's a definitely a movie you need to see in your theaters. And we want this to be and more than just one weekend. We want it to be like all the other films that have been going out. You know, Skin and Marink was only supposed to be one weekend and it turned into like two or three. Same with like Terrifier 2. So I imagine the outwaters is going to be the exact same thing. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to the success for everybody that was involved, and you know I want Robbie to you know see that people actually you know enjoyed his film and like want more. I want more already, and you know I've watched the Outwaters. Jeez, uh, Dean, we watched it together, then I watched yes. it another one or two times for the screener. Then I saw it last week, and then I'm seeing it again this week. So it's gonna be like five or six times that I've seen this film. And I want more. <laughs> the, it's a crazy film, but it's it's a good crazy. It really, really is. Um, so I'm looking forward to everything um, that Robbie's going to be doing, and you know, with you folks and whatnot. It's an exciting time to be uh, a horror fan and, and a movie goer. You know. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Amen. I'm sure, I'm sure, Amen. I'm sure he's gonna deliver. Hell yeah! 
I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see what how everybody's reactions are, and especially when it gets on the screen box too. That's going to be huge. Like you know, being on a on a on a streaming service that's you know starting to kind of come into its own. I imagine both of you are like, this is this is nuts. And Robbie, I know he's definitely stoked for it all. It's you know great success on everybody, and congrats to everybody involved in making this come to fruition. Seriously. Yeah, we're Thank we're. You. We're very thankful to uh, to Cinedime and to Screenbox. You know, we 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 couldn't be happier. Um, they've treated us very very well, and we look forward to a, a long lasting relationship with them. You know, scaring the hell out of you people. Oh yeah. yeah, they're great. They're great guys. Everyone we speak to has not got a bad word to say about those guys, man. And they really look after us as well for the podcast, and they send us a ton of script. They literally they. So many screeners, right, Dustin? Like every yeah. day is like another one, another one, another one, which is great. You know, this as fans, that's what we want. We want to watch as much as we possibly can. Um, I, and again, I, you I know, also we, wanna, I also want to, you know, uh, scream the praises of Blue Finch, our our international partner as well. They oh, have yeah. been nothing but fantastic, and we look forward to a long relationship with the both of them. Hell yeah! Well, you know, this is an awesome time for everybody, and I hope you know everybody gets to see more from, from Robbie and, and everybody gets to enjoy this film and whatnot because it is a great, like I, I say it a lot and it's because it is, it's really, really good. Um, but you know, I think this is also kind of going to be one of those films that may not be for everybody, you know, that's completely fine, but go see it anyway, go support it. You know, you, you got to support films like this. You need to you know show the numbers and say that you don't have to be a big studio to make a film for people to see. Like, Clearly, just friends making a film, you know? It's like, you know, the old days on YouTube of people making these short films and then putting it on there and then it blowing up. It's the equivalent of that, but on a much bigger scale financially and everything. So this is awesome. Sticking it to the man. Yeah. (laughs) Independent cinema matters. And uh, without the audience, independent cinema doesn't exist. It's true. Absolutely. We, we're very reliant on our audience and our fans. And, you know, it, it behooves us to make movies for them. And we want to. And, you know, be there for us. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. Please go support this film. See it at a theater. Yeah, Even if you have to drive, go go support it. Or, you know, there's some people like in my friend circle who sometimes they can't get to a movie and they buy a ticket anyway. And I've done that. I've done, you know, I bought a ticket if I couldn't make it to a film because I wanted to support it. That's another way of doing it. I mean, yeah, you may be taking a seat from somebody, but at least you're supporting it in in some sort of way, you know? Um, So I encourage that as well. Like, if you can't make it to a showing, buy a ticket or gift it to somebody, you know? They can go and do that. I've been trying to champion that a lot with my friends and, and other people that I talk to online to just support it any way you possibly can. That's, we need support more support the more success and the more movies we get <laughs> cool. and we keep pushing it as well we're constantly pushing it in fact i had a couple of because a couple of friends uh over here in the uk we don't get screen box over here but they've heard of they've heard of the outwars and they've they've heard you know they've you know the buzz going around and uh they were like oh my god i'm so jealous that you've seen it <laughs> where can i see it <laughs> i'm like well soon, <laughs> soon, soon. So, yeah we'll, we'll we'll keep championing it for you guys because yeah we, we we love it we think it's great so yeah well done 
Well, yeah. my birthday is on Sunday, so I couldn't have asked for a better birthday present than to have this in theaters. And That's so, awesome. You know, well, happy amazing. early birthday. Happy Thank early you. birthday. <laughs> oh yeah. And um, this was this was a really fun time, and you know, getting to know everybody. And um, I always extend this to all of our guests that you can always come on whenever you want. You're now both part of the the podcast family, and now you're both friends. The Bo, if you ever have anything, you know, in the works, you want to come on and talk about it. Same with you. If you, by chance, you know, you get called onto a, a movie and you're like, hey, I want to talk about this thing or whatever it may be, you, you both are more than welcome to just reach out and be like, I want to come on. Uh, this was fun. This was really, really fun. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both for, you know, taking your time and, and coming to talk about the Outwaters and some of your careers or just beginning careers with Scott. Because I, I know, man. There's going to be somebody that's like, I, I need him. <laughs> I need him for this film. And I know Robbie's going to reach out to you again for something. I mean, come on. You did such a great job in this. And the movie is crazy. And it's at times hard to follow, but that's what I like about it also. Um, but, you know, Bo, Scott, thank you both for taking your time out of the day to come talk to Dean and us and myself and to everybody who's listening and watching. This will be coming out... Um, what day is today? Tuesday. So this would be out on Friday. I'll be dropping this one on Friday this week. And uh, Bo, again, happy early birthday. And thank, thank you guys so much for doing this. Yeah, yeah. same to you. Thanks. We'll be, uh, we'll definitely be chatting again soon. So Dean, as always, thank you for, you know, being my partner in crime as well. Good, brother. All right. We'll catch everybody on the next one. Thank you guys so much.